one, this is a pop-in. This is a drum key pop-in. There's no format. There's no rules. Nothing is off the table unless our guest deems it so. I'm Adam Steck. That's Sean Groff. You know us. This is Tyler. Hi, everybody. He's from Hal Leonard Corporation. Do we say corporation, or does that sound too big business? It's now an LLC. He's from Hal Leonard LLC. But you can just say Hal. Hal Leonard. He's from Hal. Hal Leonard. That works. Yeah. And and he, what and what does Hal Leonard exactly do and distribute? Hal Leonard there is probably first and foremost known as a music publishing company. So if you want to learn Taylor Swift on flute or keyboard or accordion, mm-hmm. uh, or you know learn how to play uh, Bruno Mars mm-hmm. or like the new Disney Little Mermaid, you know things like that, uh, we're the place to go uh, to get that sheet music. But over the years, we've kind of uh, grown to be a little bit of a musical distributor as well. So we do stuff from microphones to powered speakers to drums, sticks, cymbals, drum it's, heads. It's kind of amazing because I think Hal Leonard has become the like fast number three, like top three distributors that we deal with because Huge. you guys deal in Gibraltar hardware, Gretsch publishing, like you said. Um, Remo heads, Remo drum heads. We big we one. vend from them. So, I mean, Vader drumsticks, Vader innovative drumsticks, percussion, innovative percussion, big time. Tycoon, oh my gosh, uh, percussion. Mm-hmm. We do peisty cymbals. Uh, we do you know miscellaneous things like slap clats, uh, drum dampeners, uh, drum and bass drum rugs. Um, there's a little bit of everything, you know. So yeah. it feels like at least once a week we get a big huge shipment from from Hal Leonard. Yeah. All know? the time. There's something. Yeah. And if someone comes in and they mention something like we talked about before. We love when customers come in, show us things, or like, have you heard about this? Like, yeah. awesome! Like, that's like we're doing our own research, but we find out about stuff. It's like, yeah, let me see. I'm sure I can get it from someone. It's like, hey, Tyler, <laughs> do you have this? What's it call it? And he's like, we're working on it. It'll be here in like a couple weeks. <laughs> right. Like, we got this for you. I don't know. It just seems like a like a great like catch all like like we want to be a one stop shop. Yeah, where, that's the idea. You right? know, if you guys are getting drums, and I mean. Being a, a music retailer, even if you get, you know, you have guitar lessons downstairs. So, you know, it's called drums, et cetera, but you're able through us, if somebody's like, hey, man, I really, I want to try doing some home recording. Like we can get you your, you know, your DAW software or we right. can get you your phone DAW or, you know, that XLR cable that you need or, you know, whatever you may need. We'll have that available. You know. Right. So, We're yeah. actually recording right now through an interface that I just ordered from you. See? And it came Al in. Leonard is taking <laughs> over Al the Leonard world, is, baby. They're taking over the world, the podcast world. And I want to be so, right there at the ground level. Yeah. And these these we got from you. Yeah, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, yeah it's funny. A little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. Yeah. No, but it's, but it's, it hasn't always been that way, like, like you were saying. Was the first big, huge catch Gretsch? And, yep. they're, and they're owned by DW. Yeah, it was... Um, so 2017, that all went down. Um, we had had distribution of uh, some other brands, but it was, you know, it wasn't what it was. And we had had, you know, like blue mics, and I think we had already been working with Avid, um, you know, and just miscellaneous stuff. But uh, when DW made that purchase from KMC and got in, you know, that was when it was LP, Gretsch. They were doing a lot. Uh, Toka, uh, Ovation Guitars, Gibraltar. Yep. yep. It was that whole plethora of stuff. Um, I think you know they had it for a couple of years, and I think it was just the monster, the monster of what everything was yeah. to handle that. And we had had you know a distribution center kind of right in the middle of the country in Winona, Minnesota, that was able to reach you know 
smaller dealers, bigger, you know, dealers, all kind of vendors. Um, so that's where that conversation started. So that was 2017, and we that's where we picked up Gretsch and Gibraltar, um, and it, uh, Percussion Plus. We CB Drums was part of that deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, you guys crazy. have done like so well with it as well. <laughs> well thanks. Like, the, the, the stocking, <laughs> yeah. the ordering is so nice. Uh, it's been it's, a journey. We've you know yeah. we've had some good moments, some bad moments, but we try <laughs> to learn along the way and you know just keep improving and just making sure we have inventory and just you know the if we can get it to you, you yeah know, quickly and in good condition. That's oh, the yeah. key. And it's 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 half of it is is having the stuff ready to go with the other yeah. half is like we know we can call you and like like i i tell this to customers sometimes is like when they're on the fence if they want to buy something or not i say i say and if it's a company like like a brand or something that you would support or or another vendor like some vendors are more hands-on some that aren't or whatever and i'm like look if something bad happens i call tyler <laughs> like i'm not calling hal leonard no <laughs> i'm not calling like the credit department or the repair like i'm literally like hey tyler what can we do and then like we make it happen yeah. it's so great having a, a personal sales Huge. rep that's associated with Huge. just you that takes yeah. care of all of your positives negatives everything that happens it, and yeah. you're the man dude and Thanks. there's a lot there's a lot that can't that's you can't say that about everyone no you you can't sorry like i wish we could <laughs> It'd be great. I'll make our... sure I Venmo you after this. Well, well, <laughs> in the no. mail. well, you you did lay your wallet down when you went to the bathroom <laughs> earlier, and uh, don't worry, we're covered. We're, we're covered. I don't I didn't get back yet. So <laughs> well, uh, no, but I think uh, I think that's a really important thing to be able to to have. And you're here. Well, we just we want to make you know? sure you know, like I'm a drummer myself and a musician, and you know, the worst thing is when something breaks or you know, and it's not. Not everything can be perfect, and you know if if something does go wrong with it, like we want to make sure whoever's drum set it is, we can or you know whether it's a, a boom arm or something, gotta make sure it, like they're good with it. Otherwise, you know, right. representing that brand, and that's the thing. It's like as a Hal Leonard employee, like I'm, you know, representing all those brands. So it's like, yeah, I want to keep them in good faith with that brand, you know, and if we can make the customer happy it's good for them it's good for you guys i mean the the whole thing we're trying to do is ultimately we want we all want to have more musicians because we all enjoy music yep we all enjoy you know drumming or playing guitar or just Mm -hmm. music in general and like that's what we're ultimately trying to do is just that's a good create more musicians everyone played we'd be we'd all benefit yeah we would all benefit we all benefit yeah Including the, the world will be a better more, place. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's Absolutely. nothing wrong with more music in the world. No, right. You know, so that's right. the ultimate goal is is whether you know they're eight years old, fourteen year old, you know, or uh, it's a forty year old who's never picked up a drumstick in his life. Like they can find joy in something one way or another, but that's that's the ultimate goal. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, have you ever used the term "use the term" or heard the term "end user"? <laughs> Sean brought this up in another show, and, and, and we died laughing because it's it sounds so. It sounds like a derogatory. It sounds term. so bad in the technology world. Yes, okay. When uh, when it comes to let's say like a download code, like you're you're yeah. trying to get your yeah. Pro Tools software, yeah, 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 yeah like yeah. the end user. But it usually is typically with technology. 
instead right. of like another term. But yeah, like, it's like, always digital because we 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 talk about it because it's like we've heard it interchanged with customer. Like 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 the person who buys stuff from us. Like you distribute you you buy the stuff from the company. Yep. You sell it to, to us. The retailer. We yeah, you sell it to the retailer, and the retailer sells it to the customer. We've heard that referred to as the end user, <laughs> and we die every time because <laughs> that sounds so bad. Yeah, consumer yeah. is maybe the word I would it's use, better. but yeah, uh, end user. End user. <laughs> I don't know. We just crack up. We crack me, up. So we bring, me, it up, we, we bring it up. We bring it up. To, it's got a darker tone to it. It, it does. It, does. it, it does. sounds like I just think. I just think it sounds a little bit morbid too. Like like this will be the last person to ever play <laughs> yeah, the drum. Yeah. You are the end user. It will be buried with you. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, did you go to Nam this year? I didn't. Okay. I, didn't. I saw you there last year. I was there in June. Yeah. And then the turnaround to April. Uh, we we skipped this one. But we'll be at, be back in January okay. 2024. So how wasn't there? Uh, we had some representatives okay. there, just kind say. of free floating yeah. uh, through. But uh, I didn't get the call, uh, right, and, right? And instead, I took a family vacation to Florida. So that was nice. <laughs> Not awesome. Yeah, yeah. Instead of being in a warm area, being indoors all day, I exactly. actually got to be in a warm area. That is the tragedy. Enjoy of the, the beach. Show yeah. If you work in the industry, especially in January, like uh, you, you know, I'm uh, I'm in Wisconsin, and you guys being in PA, like Januarys are terrible. For mm-hmm. winter, yep, and usually it's That's like the escape. Heck yeah, I'm going to Anaheim. Like it's 60 degrees, and I'm going to be in shorts, Perfect. or they're all in parkas and pants. But it's hot weather for me. Yeah, you know, yeah. and you get out of snow blowing and shoveling and and everything. But yeah, yeah, it, it, but you never see anything. So my wife has always been like. You know, go enjoy the weather. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm indoors. Inside, yeah, I'm in. There's no windows I, in that place. I, I don't even see daylight. Exactly, from you're right. The beginning of the day until the end of yeah. the night. You're like, you're like in the center of the floor with like all these like fluorescent lights and just stuck there. Yeah, you don't see any outside doors. You got meetings all day. You, got, yeah. you the light you get is walking from the hotel to the convention center, and then That's when you it. walk out, it's dark. Yep. <laughs> and then you wake up and you get that little glimmer of light, but. Yeah, you know, it's still fun, but you yeah, have to go. Course. You have to go to breakfast too. You know, yeah. so, so you wake up v- very early and you spend your time <laughs> at breakfast because yep. you know that's a, still indoors, still indoors <laughs> in a dark so, room, yeah. in a dark room. Yeah, and you wake up from walk there in the sun, and then you go into a dark room because there's always like a performance or, or you know yeah. all that stuff going on, and then you immediately like walk out of that building, yep. maybe to, usually across the the thoroughfare, and yep. then back indoors. Yep. Yeah, yep. it's but what a heck of a time! A great, it's a great time. But let's talk about um, let's talk about the what happens after you leave, though, because there's a lot of after parties and things, <laughs> and like I won't get you in trouble with any party stories. No, it, it, but like there is like a bit of like there's, there's a few things I can't talk about. Few things, well, Sean has a lot of stories. Yeah. Um, no, but there's there's stuff going on because people want to like promote their new gear. There's like a bunch of stages and stuff that do go typically a little bit later. Yeah. There's catch any of that or I honestly don't get to, by the time we get out of the convention center and we kind of have our end of the day meetings, you know, uh, individually, we're usually given, you know, by the time we get all done with that, it's like, all right, you got 10 minutes and this group is grabbing some food here, but your reservation, you can't really make until 9 PM. And by the time you get there and then by the time you're done with dinner, you're like I'm beat for the day, yeah. And, or you're getting back in time to catch Stevie Wonder on stage outside, you know. Or you mm-hmm. you get back to one of the hotels and there's this cool act playing in right. the lobby where it's so loud, yeah. and then you get <laughs> yeah. you know you get lost like watching them because there's a lot of great musicians out there and you uh-huh. catch some really good ones, yeah. And then you're like, all right, my ears need a break. I'm I'm gonna yeah. go lay down for a little bit and then yeah. 
you know, start the new so day. So how many times have you, like, worked the NAMM show? I've been going there since 2014. Okay. So you have a lot. Now let me ask you this. Yeah. What was the loudest booth as far as proximity? Have you ever been next to any of the symbol vendors? Because that's always wild. So luckily, because we are a print publisher, we're always nicely in more of the oh, quiet you're area. Yeah. You're with the book <laughs> we're people. The, the book people. <laughs> the people who read music. No. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. we typically have, but we're typically by, like, there's usually a Marshall stack there, but guys aren't like blasting guitars right. full load, you know, or full volume. Right. Um, but the drum hall is usually over one. And lucky, luckily, there's enough space to separate where you don't really yeah. hear them. Um, but obviously, we're like making rounds and going and visiting of our, course, our of brands. Course, yeah. And then you pop in your earplugs and you you make your way. And yeah. It's just the cymbal booths. <laughs> as much as I love them as a person to like test stuff, they are brutal. It's, it's just so crazy. And I've said this before. I love cymbals. Like I love to take some time and play cymbals. But it is just mad need headache oh my gosh there's a difference between playing a cymbal understanding how it sounds yeah then trying to break the cymbal crashing it and just you know just and, have and <laughs> or trying to hit every cymbal yes yeah. as loudly as you can in succession without or yes. one after another letting it ring right and being like i like that ring. right my uh... because the rest of the room is also trying to battle. Yes, yeah. everyone's fighting. <laughs> everyone's fighting to hear, so they hit harder. Yeah. Um, then you have the decibel people walking around with the the reader. <laughs> yes. And they're looking. They're, 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 they're watching you. Down. Yeah. They're ready to shut it down. They, and it's always fun when they catch somebody really, you know, getting that meter up, and they like pause and they give you that death glare, like I'm watching you. Yeah. No. <laughs> and then you can see like people yep. notice them outside the booth. And like, sorry, sorry. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I, I love that there's police. There's sound police, the sound police at a music yeah. conference. And I don't like, like, like I love it. You know, we're talking about symbols and, and all that kinds of stuff. Like yeah. it reminded me of and I don't know if I talked about this, the time I, I had the chance to go to the Sabian uh factory during their twenty fifth awesome. anniversary. It was amazing. It was so cool to see them make the symbols and mix the metals and the the process that it took to uh you know from, from point, you know, the, the start to the end. Um but they graciously gave everyone that was there the opportunity to go into the symbol vault and pick out any one symbol you wanted, and including hi-hats. Like that counted as a symbol, right? So I was up there with about 40 drum shops, like you know, independent drum yeah. shops around. Yeah. You know, that, that was the, the deal. <laughs> and I, wa- I was the first person to, to pick and choose my symbol and get out of there because it was so loud. <laughs> I just picked – I'm like, I could really go for – a new set of hi-hats oh my gosh i'm gonna pick out three that i know are gonna sound good and i tested them and they were so surprised they're like i'm like that's it those are the ones that i want and like, oh you can mix them you can take a bottom over here and put that. i was like nope those are it i'm good <laughs> i gotta go i'm out of here like i love it was, it was like it was so it was supermarket loud. sweep for yeah. drummers in a cymbal room that's, yeah they're like that's that's trying different things out and that was that's awesome <laughs> but i i'm like oh my gosh i love it too i love how you like <laughs> you're like I was the first. I'm and so love- proud of that fact. I was. Did the you first get out person. and realize you grabbed the wrong symbol and you're like, no, dang you know it. What? They, they, um, I didn't get to take it then. They, they shipped it to us. Okay. So, but, yeah. but the funny, the, there's a couple things in here that, that I still have those very hi-hats. interesting. I still have those yeah, hi-hats. And they sound great. Yeah. HHX great. legacy yeah. hi-hats. Those, those right. are my main hats. And, and I was going to point out, there's a couple things that are interesting about this story to me. I just said, I'm just going to say interesting and then we can talk about it. I'm not sure how I feel about these things. First of all, Sean picked out, a 
very nice set of hi-hats, but something, like, stock. Like, he did not pick out a prototype, a one-of-a-kind, mm. nothing huge. He was like, no, I want 14-inch hi-hats that we probably have at the shop, and I heard before, and I like it. <laughs> right. Was that the first thing that came to your mind? That like, was, when they were like, you can pick one that hi-hats. was... hi Yeah, that's great. I said, I, could, I hate... I don't like my hi-hats that I have. I had want some, new hi-hats. I, I want new hi-hats. I need okay. a dark set of hi-hats. And yeah. I knew... I, I, I literally picked out three that I knew that I would like and yeah. that I have maybe heard. And I went... This cracks me And within, like, four minutes, I decided I had... I went to the person, I gave him my information, and I just got out of there. So you went to... <laughs> you went to the chocolate factory. Yes. Saw all of the wonders, and you bought, like... A Hershey bar that you could have bought at the store down the road. I don't like, know if I'd put it that way, but... Um, you're in. People are eating was, the grass. People are drinking the chocolate river. The and you grabbed a prepackaged Hershey bar. Swirl <laughs> of symbol testing that really, I'm like... Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it's noise. jarring. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. That's going to be the theme of this podcast, apparently. That's the, not the symbol bath you want to take. Like, that's right. You A gong yeah. bath is okay, but... Gong bath is fine. Symbol bath. A bunch of... I'm sure someone was playing to China. Someone's like, "What gongs do you have?" Right. You know, you know oh, that happened. Dude, it oh was happening. Like, do you have something with a little bit of a, uh, you know, wash, but not too much wash, but a little bit of definition on the be- like? You're like, wow. oh my god, like, wow. Yeah, you're like, these are. Great. It's okay to be, you know, that kind of particular. I'm not, but not so, when someone says you get you yeah, get a free one. Oh yeah, be totally. gracious. Pick your yeah. you did yeah. so you did the right thing. You, you I hope really did. I hope I did the right thing. You really did. I hope I did. So great. I feel wo- like I feel like yeah. I did. That's you're, why I like still this. got them. You're happy. I with still them. have them. Absolutely. That's all that matters. I just I gigged them not too long ago, a couple weeks ago. You did so great that they're about to invite us back. <laughs> no, I, actually, you probably just violated some non-disclosure you signed when you went to the factory. <laughs> Shit, you know what? I won't tell anyone about this ever. You'll get that RA in the mail now. <laughs> Gosh, you're like, yeah, send them back. Send them back. <laughs> Uh, used or not used, it's fine. Yeah, that's right. Just get him back. That's awesome. That's great. So, have you had the opportunity? Obviously, don't say anything you're not allowed to talk about. But you've had the opportunity to visit some of the vendors and some industry people, I, industry factories potentially. I haven't yet. Okay. I've. It, it's always usually you know, uh, like DW offices being in California, Pisces offices being in California. Yep. You try to time it around that nam portion even remo but it's also so hectic that it never really works out right. and uh yeah i haven't um earned the free chip uh you know going to you know taiwan or thailand or or switzerland uh haven't <laughs> haven't earned that yet but yeah. if they need volunteers uh, i'll gladly yes. you know yes. make that trip but you were course. just uh in new york yesterday is that right i was in new york yesterday are we allowed to talk about new york yesterday yeah okay yeah i I it was think, in New York yesterday. I don't think it was. <laughs> I don't think it was a secret for anybody. They okay. were they were advertising it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Gretsch is a, uh, celebrating their 140th anniversary. So, um, they, congratulations! Yeah, congrats, congrats Gretsch. Gretsch. Yeah. Uh, so they debuted uh, a documentary that's I think going to be uh, shown to the public or released next week. Oh, that's cool. um, yeah. So that was cool. Um, Fred and Dinah were there. It was actually her birthday, which was kind of cool. Perfect. Uh, so we got to sing happy birthday to her. Um, and then they had uh, some performers go on. So uh, Mark Juliana was there, uh, Nate Wood. Uh, the the big one that I told you guys I was yeah. excited about was Will Calhoun. So that was the, the, I mean, it was just, it was from a, you know, a musician, you know, fan and, and a drummer fan watching those every one of those guys and they had a, a, a keyboard player a sax player 
and a bass player with them, and all those guys could play, you know. Yeah. But it was just interesting. Everyone's got their own unique style. They're playing different arrangements. And it was like Will got on stage, and it was just a Next whole level. other level. Yeah. I mean, it was just yeah. – I know. It, it just commands the room, mm-hmm. and it, you could tell everybody – you know, because any, like, jazz club, there's always that background chatter. People are having dinner right, and drinks right, and right. stuff. And it, you could just tell, like, the room got a lot quieter. Like, pay attention. Yeah. I Something's mean, it, happening. He hits like a rock star. Yeah. Right? yeah and it, and yeah. that was probably the biggest thing is the other guys are light and playing, you know, and it's very jazzy and, and more modern. And then Will got on with his, you know, he's got two kick drums and, you know, he's got a full set of drums and he's got, you know, his cowbell set up on the side. And it was like, all right, this guy, and then he hits. And I go, yeah. All right, he's yeah, he's at another level. So, yeah, it, it ended the night. All three of them got on stage and, and jammed out together. It was it was a really good night and, and cool to celebrate. I mean, Gretsch is one of the oldest, you know, American drum companies, you know. Yeah. And just that Huge. it's still in the family. And yeah. it it was cool to not only see the documentary and and just kind of see some of that history and some of the stories to, you know told about it, but it was cool to celebrate that you know uh, companies like that still exist. So that was a fun night. Yeah, and that we're, you're associated with them. Yeah, it's so cool. I yeah. was just ha- I was like completely thankful that I even got like an invite to come right. join because you're you're in a room of you know yeah. just these people. You're like man. You know, and you're trying not to like be a fanboy. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I, I said hi to Mark. And it was just, you know, just me kind of having small talk, talk with him. But at the same time, I'm like, man, like you're really good. Job. You know, yeah. you're trying not to have that geek out moment sure. of, of meeting these people that you, you know, like that you're a fan of and you admire as a musician and that you, you know, hope and wish to kind of yeah. strive to be yeah. or take something from them, mm-hmm. you know, in some extent. And yeah, but you're like, play cool, man. Play, yeah. play cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I've come to realize I have a, a really good story. About meeting people that I really admire, but screwing it up. I'm ready. But before the story, I have to say that all this is to preface the story is I realize that one of my biggest faults is that I'm always worried that I'm like inconveniencing someone else. And this isn't me trying to like brag and like say something good. Like this is no, this is a fault. This is bad. Like I I feel bad at the bank when I like the person has to like count the change to put a deposit in. Like, I'm like, how can I make your job easier? Like, you know what I mean? It seems like it's thoughtful, but it's psychotic. You're putting the change out and counting it for him. I'm like, like, here, this. Yeah. Like, literally, I just, yeah, it's absurd, right? Um, So I didn't realize that that I'd, how, I didn't know how I would act around, like, famous drummers. We've had some clinics. I've met some people. But there's kind of, like, that's the point. It's like a meet and greet. It's like, hey, I'm so-and-so, you know, and everyone's doing it. Everyone's standing in the line. So I go to NAMM last year, and there's, like, a bunch of people that were, um, I think the first the first person that this happened with, and it happened like five times. I won't talk about all, but that, the first time I was talking with Tim Chahady at uh, Peisty, yep, and uh, I think it was Eric Moore was there, okay, playing and like or whatever. And uh, I was like, I, I like I recognize him, I'm like oh that's cool, like he's he's cool, you know, cool drummer, great guy. Like I see him all the time on online, like playing and like you know he's got a good rep. And I was like, nah, I'm not gonna say anything. And he's like. Like, just literally by himself yeah, testing well out symbols. Something. And, like, people are coming up, like, getting autographs, like, pictures. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And then I had, like, my official meeting with Tim. And, like, we were talking. And at the end, he's like, oh, do you want to talk to Eric? And I was like, no, no, let him be. You know, meanwhile, I'm like, I kind of do. kind of cool. You know, and he's like, But no, you didn't want to inconvenience. He was like, he was like I, no, I can, like, I'll introduce you. Like, literally the perfect scenario. It's like someone like no, who he okay. cares about, and, and I said no again. And he's like, no, I could like at least take a picture with you guys. And I was like, now Tim's getting no, angry. No, no, I gotta go. Yeah, <laughs> and he was like, he was like, all right, man. And that was it. That's the end of that story. It didn't happen. 
right? So let's Tim's ramp such a it nice up. Chill let's, guy. Yeah. Let's, let's ramp it <laughs> let's up. Let's crank like, it up to ten. Let's crank it up to ten. Right. Crank it up to eleven. Same type of scenario, different scenario, but same reaction and same failure. So uh, I go to this uh, this after party with with another company on an anniversary, and and they had like some performers and different things like that, right? So I go, I'm invited. It's like this, like there's hors d'oeuvres and like drinks flying. It's like this is great. And I had met my two friends out there. Uh, shout out Matt, Matt and Chris, his wife Chris. Anyway, they met me out there. So like I got him into the thing, and we were hanging out, watched the show and stuff like that. So one of the performers was Peter Erskine. Right? So he's playing. So there's three of us at a table for four. We got there early. We're like, have like a kind of a prime spot. Um, at some point, um, someone who I would later confirm was uh, a big wig. I think it was a, either a big wig at Hoshino um, or, or someone there to see him. You know what I mean? S- took the fourth chair and spun it around to watch the show. Right, because we're like kind of three of us sitting here, stages here. Okay, took the fourth chair, spun around, so they're kind of at our table. Right? Yeah, I didn't know they knew each other or anything. So we're watching the show. It was so good. Everything happened, and then Peter finishes up. Got he's got a stick bag and his stuff, you know, in his bag, and like he comes strutting over to our table, and I'm like, what is he doing? Like this is gonna be this is my chance to like chill with him, like hang out. By the way, big fan, Peter. You wouldn't know it. I apologize for this mm-hmm. entire story. Right, he shows up and he like sets his bag down. Um, and I'm like, oh, Chris isn't here. Like, my friend Chris had run to the bathroom. So there's like an open seat there. Yeah. Whoever it was that he knew spun their chair around and sat. And he's like, oh, do you mind if we sit here? And instantly, immediately, I say, oh, no, actually, that seat's taken. My friend Chris is in the bath. And like, he was like, like, he looked at me, like, like, not like in, a, in an egotistical, like, really way, but like, really? Like, like, oh, oh, okay. Like, confused. And then whoever it was was like, yeah, we'll, we'll find a table in the back. It's okay. And like, got up, like, ushered oh. him away. And I turned to my friend, Matt, and he looked at me, and he just shook his head. And I was like, what did I just do? Yeah. And then Chris comes back, and I told her what I did. what I did, And she's like, why would you do that? That's the dumbest thing ever. I was like, no, it proves our friendship. Like, you should love me right now. She's just but mad But that was me. immediately the first thing you thought of. You weren't thinking of, like, oh, my gosh, thinking of, this fan. is my opportunity. And, like, obviously, well, we can pull over another chair. Yeah. Jeez, the guy <laughs> wants to sit down right next to me. and like, You had talk. your friends back, man. Right, I'm a yeah. true friend. That's what the story is. That's right. Not that I'm an idiot. It shows you true colors. Ruin oper- yeah, ruin the opportunity. <laughs> can't, can't you be both? So, long story short, if you want to talk to someone or you see me at Nam at future shows, and there's someone there to just know, I'm not no going to matter what I'm I not going to ask if you want to meet no, them. No matter what I say, literally just grab me and start introducing. I'm going to pretend I'm taking you somewhere. Yes. yes. And this is, it's almost like a How I Met Your Mother, like, yes. have you yep. have you met Adam? And then yep. walk away. <laughs> exactly. exactly. It's like, hey, do you want to so. go talk to Tyler? Nah, nah. Just, no, 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 no. You, he looks Adam, busy. Adam, you have a meeting with him. Yeah. Nah, no, don't worry. Nah, He's talking nah, to someone else right yeah, now. Yeah, don't, don't, don't bother him. Nah, probably, don't, don't bother I him. But I, I want to say that the you had the moment with Will Calhoun, like, hitting the drums, and it's like so, like, oh, my God. We had a drum clinic with Kenny Arnoff, and I felt the same way. I had never seen somebody hit the drums so freaking hard, hard in my life. Hard hit. Then when he hit the, I was like, I don't know how he doesn't break more drum heads. I have. No I mean, idea. maybe he does, and we just don't. That with I the drum to say tech that. and the magic, but it, yeah, it was the loudest drum clinic that we've ever had. <laughs> it was so it shook the whole drums, et cetera, the old store. But it was awesome. It was freaking killer, dude. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. That's awesome. Did that get cut off? No, you're good. Keep going. Okay. I just want to make sure we're not losing anything. Because we don't have our new setup yet. There we go. I thought this was the new setup. Well, it is. <laughs> it is, but... So the, the first... My first NAM, I remember uh, we... 
Victor Wooten's done some stuff for him uh, for us uh, as Hal Leonard, and you know, I was a big fan of him, like through you know college and and everything. And yeah, uh, I remember getting in an elevator, and it was it was pretty late at night, and it was just me. And all of a sudden, Victor walks in, and he stands in, and I I didn't say anything at first, and I was just like, do I? You know, I was having those right. internal discussions. Right, right, right. Do I say something? <laughs> do I do I not say something? Like, is it more rude to say something or not say something? Right. If you've ever met him, he's one of the most down-to-earth, like, nicest people. Such a huge, you know, like, uh, spokesperson, spokesperson for music education and just everything. And I, like, waited till I almost got to my floor. And I turned to him and I said... Hey, I just want to say I appreciate you know your music and what you do. And I got out of the elevator and walked away. <laughs> you just, yeah. just closed. Yeah, you're uh, like standing you're there, like waiting <laughs> till the last second. But, but you wanted this. You had to say something. Yeah, like, I was know, like, I love that. like clearly we're the only two in the elevator. But I was like, oh. I didn't, like, what do you say? Like, right. hey man, I've been a fan of you. Like, cool, cool, you know. And it was just like I just I appreciated him as a musician. Like, so I, I told him and walked away wow. that was like That's my amazing. first yeah. like close you know Encounter. interaction and i yeah. and i had like similar yeah. thoughts where i was stupid. like you idiot like stupid <laughs> my, like, Jesus, like like he's like <laughs> yeah. yeah but now victor he does no, he'd such be a like, nice Thanks, guy like, he, like, yeah, yeah totally even worse if i like it's the wrong floor <laughs> like, i gotta, <laughs> yeah. get, Sorry, back. I gotta get back my on. nightmare is that exact scenario except the elevator breaks oh no. and i haven't said anything and I'm stuck in the elevator with whoever this like the famous person is. That is my nightmare. Like that. So you but, come come here often? Yeah. So <laughs> like, I I actually this is related, but but a little bit different because not music world. So I I went this last year. I'm a nerd. You might not know that I'm a nerd. Um, my friends are all nerds. So like we're going to New York Comic Con this year. And I was I'm, like, I'm not awesome. his friend. I got to say that. No. Yeah. Sean Sean is not nerdy. He did not go. Uh, good You're man. the loser for not being <laughs> yeah. a nerd. Wow, what a loser! <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I see I'm outnumbered. Anyway, yeah. just listen. This was nerds are taking over the world, man. This is just a detail. I'm a nerd. Get over it. So we go to Comic Con. It's first time I was ever at a convention like that. You know what I mean? And I'm. Did you dress up? I did not. Missed opportunity. Oh, I got <laughs> crap for it from not only like everyone I went with, but also like some people we met. Because some of these people, like I got to like just. There are four people. So if you do a meet and greet, you pay a ridiculous amount of money, but you can meet a celebrity or, or you get a picture taken with them. And we did we we did a couple. I say we, meaning I was one of the four people because there wasn't a big group. So I mooched along, had to pay nothing, but got to meet some people, right? So, but this was me confronting my fears, right? And this was after the NAM thing wore off, you know, but I, I remembered it. So one of the people at Comic-Con last year was Brendan Fraser. That's a good, that's a good one right? to, to overcome your fears with. Huge, huge. And it was just a picture thing where you just go in and you get a picture with him. And there's like another thing where you can go up and actually talk to him. But this is literally like you say, hey, you pose for a picture. And then you get shuffled away. You get shuffled away. And then you like prepay like $100 or something. Like it's absurd. It's insane how these people make money. But anyway, I was thinking about Nam and how, and I was like, I got this. So I specifically planted myself, there's four of us, in the front and waited my turn. And then I saw him around the corner. I saw him behind the curtain. And I was like, and so I, I go up, and I, I literally was the first one. I, like, march in there, and I'm like, hey, I really appreciate what you do. And he's like, thanks. And he just, like, moved on, and I was like, I did it. And then in, like, the picture, like, we're all just standing there. I was like, I felt so good. I felt so good You're after just that. gleaming in that so picture. So I have an introduction now. I, have, I can do that. 
So if you see me at Nam talking, there, there's a famous drummer. I can at least say, "Hey, man, I appreciate what you see? do." So I'm not the only one start. that that was like no. your initial reaction. It's a start. You're That's like, it. I don't know what else to say. I don't know what to say. I'm like, like I got, and the other thing is, I had a time crunch too. Like we had like a couple seconds before I'm shooed out of there. Like everyone else actually paid for the thing, and I'm going to take up this man's time, right? I was like, hey man, like I love the Mummy movies. Like they are like like special effects wise. That's the reason I got into this and that and that and that. And like I did that. Like no, you don't have time for yeah, that. So yeah, it's right. like it's kind of the perfect scenario. So I think at Nam they should have photo ops for people like me as a stepping stone towards a meet and greet. And there, there's a lot of, I mean. There's not only non-famous musicians, and, and you be talking about being a nerd. Yes. I, I'm also a fellow nerd. Oh, so, well, yeah. thanks for so backing me up earlier. You're, you're the Sean. loser, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I, it was also that same NAM, and I think it was after this. Okay. It was, I think it was Sunday, so it was a little slower, mm-hmm. uh, and we're just kind of hanging out, and all of a sudden I see a guy walking towards our booth, and he's he's going to cut through our booth. Yeah. And internally, I'm like, I know who that is. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's J.J. Abrams. Like clearly J.J. Abrams, dude. and I'm like, do do I say? And, I, and <laughs> again, flat like, and this was before he did the Force Awakens. So this yeah. is coming yeah, yeah, out. Yeah. This is post Star Trek. Sure, I know he's going to direct. Like, I think it's that. Dis like the following December is like that's coming out. So got it. They they probably had already been filming, and I think he was scouting for like the next Star Wars celebration, which was going to be at that yeah, convention that they do center. It there. Yeah. yeah, and so I like. I mean, I quickly, it was like, screw it, I'm going to... So I was like, hey, JJ, do you mind if I get a picture with you? And he was like, sure, man. And he had, I don't know, assuming it was his daughter. Yeah. And she's like, I can take it for you. And I was like, thanks. So I, like, quick grab my phone, and I give it to her, and we take our photo. And I I was like, thank you very much. And he's like, yeah, no problem. Have a good day. I was like, you too. And he walks away, and I, like, like, I didn't... Like, I'm glad I said something to take the picture. But at the same time, I was like... I didn't say anything about Star Wars. Like, I'm a big Star Wars nerd. I was like, yeah, maybe that's for the better. Or maybe he <laughs> just swiped right on your phone. <laughs> he just like, saw. Yeah. He was yeah. like, get out of here. He, he saw, like, you you wearing, like, a, a like the Leia costume. He's, He's like, like okay. that's your screensaver? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, this yeah. guy. And it was it was funny because he walked away, and one of my coworkers walks up, and he goes, who was that? Uh-huh. And I was like, that was J.J. Abrams. He's like, oh, cool. But I had another coworker yeah. who must have caught him at the tail end, and he was like, was that J.J. Abrams? Like, running up. And I was like, yeah, I got a Did picture. Did he, like, sprint out? Yes. He was like, where'd he go? Oh, my God. And he goes and runs into the crowd of, of Nam. Yeah. And I, I don't think he found him. But, I mean, he just kind of, you know, he, like, vanished wow. into the crowd. I love that. But, I mean, it's just, it's crazy how you have those, like, subtle moments. Yeah. And then when you're there, yeah. you can always tell when Stevie Wonder's walking around, because mm-hmm. there's just this mob of people following yes. him. Yeah. And you feel bad but everyone's just uh, most of the people I would say are very respectful and like give yeah, him space sure, sure. and he's Sha- got his security. Shaq has his doubts that Stevie Wonder is uh, blind. Have you ever seen that? He's like Stevie Wonder is not blind. That's because for another podcast. That is for another that, podcast. That's, this it, is now a drum key. If you if you want if you want to check that out, Conspiracy. it's out there. But uh, actually, speaking of uh, you know beating all these great drummers and, yeah. and everything else, we were talking about the the meeting of Will Calhoun downstairs. He's been to the old drums, et cetera. There was another right. element. I didn't share the story here. Yeah. There's another element to that that I forgot. Do you want and to that, tell the story? And that was or? Jason recognized. Yeah, you should tell the story. Yeah, the, the story, story goes like this. So um, I'll kind of paint you a picture. At the old store, 
we had a small stage in the front, and at the at one time we would have really nice drum sets out front. You know, that, that was that like was a, a showcase. That spot. was a showcase spot. Yeah. So at this time we had a Tama Star Maple drum set Walnut. in Star Walnut. Yeah, it was a Star Walnut drum set in lacquer yellow. Just Doesn't matter. And that, I just had to well, correct it. Yeah. Thank you. For, no, it matters because I'll, I'll come back to the walnut in just a second. No, I won't. But um, it it's you know this beautiful bright yellow lacquered yellow set, right? And uh, you know we would have students coming through and they'd get up on stage and start playing it to the point where one of our coworkers decided to put a sign up. Please do not play this set. And that was really why he did that. That's why it's a. It was an expensive set, and you just have kids coming up banging on it, and we're like, hey, you got you know. And you got like the fancy heads yeah. with the low. Like you don't want to have to clean off heads. Like the guy who once buys a new drum set for like forty five hundred dollars, three pieces right. is like gonna want the heads yeah. to be not beat up. Right. Yeah. And the whole point of being up front is you're trying to like showcase this kid. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Keep it pristine. Yeah. You know? Yes. Exactly. So in walks this gentleman that I recognized. But I just I, I see so many faces throughout the day yeah. and through all the years I've I've done this. You recognize it as a customer or like I know that guy from somewhere. Yeah, I, I've just thought it, it was somebody I hadn't seen in a while. I'm like, oh I, I I acknowledged him, hey. But that day I was out early to go to dinner. So I uh right before I left, he this gentleman was admiring the set who ended up being Will Calhoun. I'll, I'll Spill the beans right now. It was Will Calhoun <laughs> who walked through alert. the door, okay? It was Will Calhoun. <laughs> Will Calhoun walks through the door. I didn't realize it was him. He looked familiar. I'm like, okay, Starling, I'm out. I got to go. Uh, but before that, Starling asked him to please not play the set. Because like, I think he had a, a, a stick, and he's like he's like tapping on it, beating on it, you know? And he's like, he's like, oh, can, you, can you please not you play please that? Not. And I remember him saying that. <laughs> so I left. Now, I'm, I'm at dinner, and I get a text message from Jason. Okay. Who was our drum teacher at the time, and he had just done a podcast with us a few, uh, yeah, Jason um, a month ago. Yeah, you know, and he's a good friend of mine. And uh, he go, he says to me, "Hey, Will Calhoun is here." And then it dawned on me. I- I'm sitting there, fucks <laughs> out at dinner. He goes, "I'm like, oh my god!" And that's when I, I looked up. Yeah. The you know living color and sure enough they're playing the Chameleon Club. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's Will Calhoun. And I think I may even text Sterling back and I said, hey. Is he gone? Yeah, he's gone. So the next day I come come in and got to talking to one of our uh, guitar teachers, Alan, who had seen Will. Didn't recognize him, though, but made mention that he was – I think he was wearing a Jimi Hendrix T-shirt. And, you know, of course, yeah, Alan's yeah. a guitar player. And he goes, oh, Jimi Hendrix, right? And they got to talk and found out that it was Will Calhoun. And, uh, he, you know, Alan's so positive. He's like, no way! You guys are playing at the Chameleon Club? Yeah. And I think Will was so dis- – Will Calhoun was so disappointed that – he didn't know that they were playing at the Chameleon Club. He's like, oh, really? You don't know that we're playing down there? He's like, oof. He like, walks in a drum yeah. shop. No I hope one we're going to have a good turnout. Him. He gets scolded for playing on the drum set. Right. And then a guitar teacher finally strikes up a conversation with him and yeah. doesn't know that they're in town. Right. What are you doing here? Yeah. So many times we, we, have, we had played the, the Modern Drummer Festival where Will Calhoun plays. Yeah. He's up there on our big screens. We had a he, giant poster of him hanging in the room. A poster of him hanging in the consignment room. Also, we had that Vic Firth poster in our break room yep. with, with all the, the drumming artists. He's there. Like, I see him every single <laughs> day. I see this store. face. That's why. I'm like, I see this face every day. And, you know, growing <laughs> up and watching Living Color play and Cult of Personality and, and you know, Liking that song and, and everything yeah. else they've done. Do you want to give an open apology? And... I, w- I would like to openly apologize to you, Will Calhoun, that <laughs> I did not recognize you immediately because I would have loved to said hi, thank and you for everything sorry you've done. On and behalf we're sorry. of the shop. And can you please give no me one tickets recognized you? You can to touch every you drum play. in the shop. Yeah. <laughs> 
podcast, please. You're welcome to beat the crap out of it. It would be worth now. more had yeah, he played it. Probably. Yeah. But that's my uh run in with Will Calhoun and uh uh and fanboy kind of blowing yeah. up in my face kind of yeah. deal. I'm sure well, there's a lot of people that have probably just blown every opportunity. Yeah. To, oh, I'm so, whether it's I'm so not, glad we've all screwed up because <laughs> it makes me feel better. Like one day I'll have a I'll proper... felt the similar like, oh man, like, like you idiot. Uh, my favorite part is the panic of the, what do you say? What do you say? What do you, like not, not my favorite part, but my favorite part when other people tell it because that feeling is so specific yeah. and it happens so rarely that when that happens, you say, oh, if I, if this happened, I'd totally say this. But when it happens, you can't think. You're like, oh, uh. And part of it is you you want to make sure that it's that person. Like most of the time, you're like it is who it is. But if it, the the worst part would be if you're completely wrong. Oh my and god! I love it's what you not- do. Man. I love what you do, man. Be like, okay, it's just like some barista yeah. like pouring coffee. I love what you're doing there. I love it. I love everything you do. I loved you I've been in the mummy for man. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly. not them at all. And then you have that awkward elevator ride and. But but being in a drum shop or being at NAM, a music trade show, you'd think that we would be prepared ahead of time. Okay, I have another. I have a funny story about NAM and meeting okay, somebody. Okay, go. this is a, a Rick story. You know the former, the, the founder. We call him the founder. We call of him the founder. Yeah. Doesn't that sound epic? The founder, the father, founder of drums, etc. Father. So Nam, uh, Rick is at NAM with a buddy, and uh, and and they're there, and you know. His buddy is there to keep him company, but also to just get autographs. He's not in the business that we're in, you know, but he's a fan. His his son is a drummer, and I think he might even play drums a little bit, but yeah. they weren't his friends, right? And he's just he's going to go get all the autographs, right? That was his whole thing. So they're out to dinner, and they're sitting there. And, uh, oh, I forgot the drummer's name for just a second here. Yeah, that's it. Okay, okay. So they're they're out to dinner, and Rick says, Carmen of Peace is, is sitting right over there. And he's like, really? And you, you, he turned around to him. He's like, really, Carmen of Peace? He's like, yeah, he's sitting right there. He's like, oh, my gosh. Should I go over and say something? He's like, Rick says, no, don't don't go over. You can't go over, you know, right yeah, he's now. He's in the middle of dinner. He's, he's yeah. like, don't go over right now. He's like, really? He's like, I can't believe Carmen of Peace is right over there, though. This guy, you know, the autograph guy. He's like, I can't believe it. Oh, man. Who's Carmen of Peace? <laughs> That's what he says to me. He's like, so who's Carmen a piece again? Like, yeah. Who's <laughs> Now go, now go get his autograph. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. He, he was so. I mean, if you look Jeez. at him, he even if you don't know who he is, he looks like somebody. Yeah, you know, he's a, he's a, he looks yeah. like somebody. Some yeah. of those guys, they just they have a look. This is like, this is the kind of stunt that I think Sean can pull off. So that's why I'm bringing it up. I think this is what we do. I think probably Sean's the guy to really sell it because he's he's good at this as at bits and things like this. But I think one of us I'm not going to deny that. dresses up. We dress Sean up at like a rock star, right? Cuz you know when a rock star walks in the room. Look, like if you have a popped collar, you're a rock star. If you have like big hair, you're a rock like when that like you know what I mean? No one looks like me. No one walks in with a baseball hat and a t-shirt. They don't walk around like that. No, they've got like big boots on. Like they've got something. I'm not saying you got to be kiss walking around, but they just have that it factor. You know what I mean? We get Sean all dolled up in some sort of something that looks a lit, just a little bit better than everyone else. I look good now. And then we too. have we hire like a security service. You get a bunch of your friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hire up like in suits, and we just like parade him around Nam. And just and it would just attract people. If you could get like, a little a little group following yes. him, mm-hmm. yeah, and like kind of you know kind of tightly closed. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would right. You 
like the horde of people. You gotta have shades on. I've seen this in the life of Brian, but uh, we yeah. could, we could do our we own. We could do our own. That's what. Well, I'm not saying it's completely original, but I just think it'd be at Nam. It would work perfectly, like on the, around the floor, like. Forget. And then you see and how you many people out. get out their phones and like yeah. start, you know, just. No, this is yes that this is you should sponsor it. Hal Leonard should sponsor this, and you just go to Hal Leonard booth, and like it's some big fuss. Like and you're trying out all their stuff, like trying being like like looking at the drum rugs, like or, like the electronics and like all this stuff, like flipping through books, and like it just like you'll have the random who, you, who is that guy? Yeah, oh, exactly. You don't know who that is. We get the whole oh, team in on it, the whole team in on it, and then and then it would like attract buzz to your booth. You'd have people like walking over. And I've never tried this before. I think this is going to hit. This was the whole idea of getting you up here is to pitch you this idea. No. <laughs> Clearly, we, this is very well thought out. I mean, if you ha- the, the moral of this is if you haven't attended a NAM show, I mean, it's – and you want to at least – It's great. Be semi starstruck and not know what to say to people. Yeah. Attend you NAM. Face your fears, your social anxiety. <laughs> there we go. Have you ever wanted to say something to a famous musician? <laughs> attend NAM. I love your music. Right up and down in the elevators. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> I there. I mean, I've seen just some like Corey Haim was there one year walking around with his angels. That was a that was a weird one. Yeah, uh, Lisa Loeb was there one year. I, I mean, there's just the, yeah. like the most random people that Are you just like there. just there, you know. Yeah, and you just see. And, but glad we all could face our fear. Yeah. We, well, you 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 still got to face your. I still have to. Will we'll work on <laughs> well, it? Let's let's get together. We'll have coffee. <laughs> I was not the one that I heard told he's in you New York right now. <laughs> play that drum set. We eventually did sell it, but I'll give you a good deal on a new one. <laughs> I'll give you a good deal. Real good deal. <laughs> Unplayed in the box. Yep. Good to go. We got a strange request. Um, I won't get too much into details or anything, but we got a strange request from someone. Not only do they want something new in the box, like that's a very thing. Oh, do you got a new one in the box? It's like, well, this one was out for you to try. Like, just buy this one. You know what I mean? We get that kind of conversation, yeah. you know? Um, obviously, if something's beat up, you know, we'll discount it. But but not only did someone want something new in the box, they said, new in the box, not touched by human hands. Yeah. And he said this three times already to us on voice. Not mind. touched by human hands. Ever before. <laughs> that's nothing. Yeah. That's nothing in the store. Yeah. I can't think of any process, any piece that's like like little claw I mean, arms. Is, yeah, is, is he wanting like a fully autonomous like... Like I think he's really drum. particular. I've known no. I've known like, this guy like for a Ford very long factory time. putting cars together. Yeah, kind of I don't thing. know. But I've known but this guy for a long funny. time, and it's fine. It's totally fine to have like like you want something new. I get it. Like it makes. I'll sense. tell you exactly. I what love it was. that. The, I love the, that. A few weeks ago, he called to ask if we had a, a a drum thrown in a box, never touched by human hands, and he says those words. He says, "Do you have this particular drum set?" It's confusing. In a, drum thrown in a box, never touched by human hands, and then today he wanted a Roland amp, new in a box, discounted. To match uh, musicians' friends, yeah, like a price match, yeah. price match, never touched by human hands. He says it again. Yeah, I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Never that is touched a, by human hands. That's a strange request. It is a strange request. Never touched. By never human touched. Have by you ever human gotten hands. strange requests? Do you field any customers? Like, if someone comes, like, because I know we usually filter stuff, but some people must like ask guys you guys cut, direct, wanting to customize like a Catalina. Probably. Someone that's finds your be, location, starts like knocking that. on the door. Oh boy. <laughs> Um, uh, a lot of times it's, it's especially in the Gretsch world because they're such enthusiasts and loyal yeah, customers. Of course. It's the guy that's got like, you hear the stories like, oh, I, I you know, I got a 1950s, you know, uh, kit that, 
this and this. Can I still get? Mm-hmm. Could I get like a a finish match or, mm-hmm. you know, or do you know do you know how to uh, what's the serial number on that or you know what and only doing like part of the Gretsch business like I'm like like oh no you gotta you know call their right. office like right. they they may or may not know you know um, but even in like newer stuff it's you know can you match my finish uh, how can I guarantee that this is gonna look the same especially like natural wood grains which you guys i mean it, it's so but it, it's wood and that's mm-hmm. part of the appeal of having a natural wood ga- grain kit is that every kit is unique it's you yeah, know and it's there's all, it's all the tree in the yeah, forest there's going to be some knots in some pieces mm-hmm. and some dark spots and but like yeah, yeah. it's a wood drum so that's usually like like now i can't i can't guarantee that it's going to look exactly like your current kit but right we're making it the same way yeah you know but there's it, so many factors like if you've been playing if you played outside ever like there might be a little bit of fading if you play you know all sorts of things yeah that's that's about to the weird extent i mean luckily in in the drum world i think most of it is filtered by you guys you guys get most of the strange well, requests say, yeah. you're welcome How i man. get the you know <laughs> hey my lightning throw off from 1956 doesn't work anymore yep. and is this under know. warranty yeah literally because you take off the head from those old gretsch drums it says guaranteed for life in there yeah. so it's just like oh my god don't ever do that <laughs> pearl you guys shot yourself in the foot i'm sorry <laughs> yeah no literally that um what was the the vintage Gretsch? It's like moon. Um, it's a dark. Yeah. yeah. What is it? Uh, it's moon. Uh, the the rap finish that's like. Yeah, it's like psychedelic. And yeah, it's kinda, psychedelic moon something finish. I forget. It's like fuzzy, the dark one. I'll, yeah. I'll figure it out. Um, but anyway, the guy had that and brought it in to get some like new heads. And it was like a 60s. I think it's a 60s kit. Yeah. And the shells, he had taken the the hoops off or are we taking off the I took on, it all off and like the shells it. were separating a little bit and then and inside this the drums yeah. that you know sh- gr- those great Gretsch shells guaranteed for life and I'm like you should call Gretsch <laughs> I was like you should call them and he was like yeah I remember I like he was the only owner I yeah. was like hey man <laughs> I was like they're gonna hate you but you could call them but he didn't those guys in that factory they they'd probably be at least hip to listen to it especially yeah. for some of you those. guys are so great with that yeah. stuff yeah they're, they're the Gretsch guys are great they're it's they're at least really willing funny. to listen but yeah it's it's crazy that you come like, across that like guaranteed for life uh, all right yeah you could always say hey what kind of condition was this drum in you has know, this what, ever been you, you could clearly tell it was anywhere in has this been touched basement. by human hands yes yeah, it's been <laughs> touched by human hands <laughs> It's been in a dank, dirty basement, you know, something like that. So it yeah. voids the warranty. Yeah. So, but it cracked. There's me ways I was, around it. I, I saw that, and I look. I showed Sean the label. I was like, "We might have a case here." That's what I'm saying. I you get a good I, lawyer. I might have a case. I did think of a weird one. I got asked if uh, drum shells uh, were under warranty for water damage. Oh my gosh! Like they're mm-hmm. yikes. And I, I don't think it was like flooding in the basement. Yeah. Like they were, like left outside in the rain <laughs> they're not weather kings <laughs> like that was that was a strange request you know yeah. you just politely like no unfortunately you know like it's not my drums were it. in a car accident <laughs> actually john pfeiffer his he has a gretsch drum set one of our teachers john pfeiffer and he was in a car accident and his gretsch drums he had usa gretsch drums and they survived the car accident there you go durability you durable, yeah yep. durable drums I don't know if we that's... We hit them with a car, and they're he, still fine. I think he was using uh, 
the um, they're still round. Enduro cases, so I don't know if that's a, a right. plug for Enduro cases. We or also sell the Enduro cases. <laughs> Either yeah. way, we're good. Either way, we're we're covered. We're covered. Oh, awesome. Well, is there anything else you guys want to bring up? Talk about? I don't know. This it's a, it's a poppin'. It's a poppin'. We popped in. I don't want to. I mean, talked about pop popping in on famous pop. people and not knowing what to it say. Worked. <laughs> yeah, it's a poppin. Turned into That's something it. cool. All, all that happens is one person starts telling a story and the other person juts in. And now that there's three microphones, that's right. Back, I was I was pushing for this. I was pushing for the three, three mics. Yeah, you, was, you usually I, got kicked off. I did. I had to. And then you, every once in a while, if you had, you like could hear yourself shouting from yeah. the background, <laughs> shouting. Right. Yeah. Hey God. You're like the producer off yeah. off camera. <laughs> Turn this way. Cut. I was literally. I, I was operating the camera though. I'd yeah. like, have to. Make I was adjustments. I was literally setting up these three microphones, and Sean said, "You know, it'd be really great. We we're talking about. Uh, we're gonna have uh, Corey Paternoster and Brian Doherty, two teachers, two local teachers, are friends. You know, they used to teach at the shop and drummers, local drummers and bands. And we're gonna have them both on the show. But they they like teach together. They have their own studio together. And he was like, "Oh, we're gonna are we gonna have Brian and Corey on together?" And I was like. Sean, we only have three microphones. Right. We literally haven't done a podcast with three microphones, and you want a fourth one now. Come on, man. That is true. I did say that. That would be great, you know? I know a place where you can get a microphone. Uh, <laughs> you know what's going to happen? Roll credits. Four, four microphones. He's going to ask for a fifth one. Yep. All right. We got, I got you there, too. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we can work out a buy one, get one special. Buy one, get one. You just got to we'll, special. We'll put, the pop-in special. Know, sp- sponsored advertisement, then. Yes, yeah, That's Hal Leonard, like, we're going to, like, edit this over, and every time you speak, there's just going to be small Hal Leonard's, like, popping out of your mouth and, like, floating around the screen. If I can write the script for you guys, and you have to, you have to read yes. that. Well, <laughs> we were talking about, um, uh, I mentioned this to Sean a while, a while ago, we were like, you know, when podcasts, like, get going and stuff, they've got sponsors and different things like that. But we—that's what we do, kind of the whole time. Yeah, yeah. we're like, we really love this. Like, <laughs> like what drums, etc., is, um, and local drum shops are. Um, like we're going to give you unfiltered. Every company, Regional every manufacturer, marketing and, yeah. and advertisement. Yeah, every manufacturer is going to say we have the best. The one thing that we have that they don't is our our opinions, our experience, and our expertise to tell you this is better than this. So it's going to be hard for us to get any sponsors for this show. Sure and sometimes your personal experience. <laughs> Is different from you know, of course, another person's experience. Yeah, you never know. Ninety percent of what we do on the show is say it depends, and then talk about it. <laughs> it. It does depend. Yeah, I was telling Sean your last podcast. I said uh, I would have argued with him on the the crank it down on nylon tips, and yeah. mm. so I was having an, an internal car discussion with, like, <laughs> with no you. Sean, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Explain why? You why were would wrong. you? So he wait. Did he, you cranked it down or did you? Turn you cranked it up. It up. I cranked you it turned up. it up. Yeah, you turned it up. Turned it up. And I cranked I, it up. And and, cranked I, it up. and I told him that he he did go through the point of like the nylon tip, you know, popping off. That that would be one of the arguments. And that was literally. And it's just from personal experience because right. most of us who have at least tried it, especially like olden days, you know, you got your plethora of drumsticks. And I remember, like sixth grade, you know, you're like playing something, and all of a sudden it like. Whoop, bing, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. like flies off in the practice room, That's and you're the like, "Last thing you want to deal with." Yeah. Uh, what do I do now? You know, and yeah. you don't have like a huge stick bag, so you're then borrowing your know, like friends' sticks, and they also have nylon tips. <laughs> but here's something about how I play: I always play butt end out in, in my left hand, so I don't ever. Need, so you don't I, even never, use the nylon tip in one hand. I, I don't. Yeah. That's right. I know. One now, what is it? I know, right? But I think so. You can't crank it all. You're like. 
I went to seven. You didn't go to eleven. You went to yeah, seven. You might be right. Yeah, I'll, I'll crank it down a little bit. I'll turn the air down a little bit on that. Okay, you I'll, failed I'll, I'll to get... explain that part. I didn't. I, didn't about, I, I play butt end out with my amazing. left hand always. Sean's out here selling sticks left and right. But know? um, I usually will play and grab whatever, and you know, as long as it's a medium style stick, I, I'm not too yeah. picky, and I don't like a real fine tip. But I will say that I remember, right. you know, my my stick of choice a long time ago was Vic Firth Extreme 5A and I was going to band practice and, and I went over and our bin was out and I was in charge of stocking sticks so it was my fault but I'm like <laughs> I grabbed the nylon sucks, tip I, I was like well it's the same stick really you know I don't like nylon tip but I'm going to grab it you know and I, and I liked it I felt it was a little brighter on the symbols even though it was one stick only I felt like I could get a little bit more brightness out of the symbol so then from then on I was a fan of nylon tip even so what though you're I don't, saying is I should face my fears face your fears and revisit. Yes. Okay. Yep. See? Good. There's a theme. There's the- there's we just, have a theme for the pop Go full circle. We need, we need to title it something. So maybe we'll call it like Poppin' Face Your Drumming Fears. Well, you can't call it Fear Factor. Yeah, that, yeah but don't say yeah. that. Don't say that. <laughs> you're like a traditional marching band guy, right? So with, with that aspect, nylon tip versus wood tip doesn't really, you can't tell the difference. It's more of like, I think, drum set playing where, you know, you're hearing on the cymbals and articulating that way. So, nylon tip would be foolish because if you're playing on the snare drum and the nylon tip goes flying, well then what was the point to begin with? Yeah. You're not playing cymbals. (laughs) It's It's really only, you can't tell the difference in the way it sounds on a drum. I mean, I I remember my first uh, first kit, uh, we we purchased from a retired policeman uh, in in Slinger, Wisconsin, and uh, with it came whatever he had, and it was the stick bag. And I remember there were like these blue, completely plastic like sticks, and there was a red pair. And you know, it was just like I played with them, and I look back and be like, oh, why did you, you, you know, you did that? But oh, I mean, I remember I had nylon tip. I remember I went through a phase. Uh, I was playing like the Travis Barker sticks. Yeah. I was doing those all oh, the time. They mark up your cymbals so bad. Yeah. Oh my and, like, god. I did it. I was in, in a ska band at the time, and like I was I was cutting up my sticks and yeah. going through them. And then uh, at some point, you know, some of it is is all influenced by your teacher, or your professor, yep. whether they you know can get a deal on sticks because especially in like college, you're like, you know, I, I yeah. can't afford all these sticks. You know, yep, especially yep. having to buy like marimba, you know, vibe mallets, everything, marching mallets or sticks, whatever it may be. So you're like, they got, you know, a deal through, you know, uh, innovative percussion or, or somebody like that. And I think at one point I ended up switching, and, and this was even before we had distributed them, I became a Vader fan. And like part of it is the density of their wood is, yeah. uh, if fun fact, is similar to like um, like a handle on a hammer. Like, it's, like, furniture density compared to, you know, so it is a heavier stick, which some yeah. people have issues with. But in turn, what that does is it kind of keeps your stick a little healthier, a little longer. Like, it, you don't you don't get that uh, rim shot, and then, like, all of a sudden it splinters on yeah, you. Yeah, fray is different. Yeah, yeah. It, it frays differently. And for whatever reason, I you know, I'd been in a, I was in a cover band that was doing, you know, Who and Zeppelin covers and, you know, doing that for four hours a night, you know, multiple nights a week. I couldn't afford to just churn through sticks all the time. And I just, right. I found LA five A's and I was like, these feel good. They last, they lasted me a gig. Yeah. I was like, sweet. And then that's is all that I've your used. Stick of choice? Yeah. That's my LA five A is my nice. stick of choice. That, that's a good stick. I, I like the Vader three, fat back. I think that's a great, that's stick a, too. that's it's a nice big seller like, too. 
It's a good one. I like so, this. Nyla, at, you haven't discussed your stick of choice. At least I haven't caught it. Listen, I am. I I usually am not too picky. I'm not kind of like Sean. Along, you grab I, the top of the pile, I will, and <laughs> I I don't grab the top of the pile. Like I'll be pretty consistent, but what I what I'll end up doing is like buy a brick of something, and then play. Th- like right now, I have white five A's because we accidentally ordered them instead of normal five A's. So you had a, you the had part number for five A. It's five A W. Yeah. Which we we used to have on our stick display five A W for wood tip W okay. for wood yep but that's actually white yeah <laughs> fun fact and, and Vic first now, corrected now us so it. many times on that I remember back in the yeah. day they were like now you have five A W do you they, they would call us We'd, yeah and that was back in the day we would fax orders over we'd fax them over oh, good old faxing yeah days. so it was like five A W yep and like I had to go over eventually after the third or fourth time he calls me up and says you don't want the white do you or you want the right like yeah I, yeah. I went over but and scratched off I kind of got used to it and and those sticks um. The paint on those sticks are fine. It's not like the the barkers with like the tips are like it's yeah. not like it doesn't look like it's spray painted. It's like okay. finished. Like it it flakes obviously chunks of it come but off. It but it doesn't mark up your sim. Yeah, off. okay. Same thing that, with like the gad black sticks. Yep. That won't happen. Stuff like that. There's an, I got an email. Wow, loud in our ears. That that could be a segment else. in your podcast. Listen, this was a test run of <laughs> oh, all. Oh, we have it. We have a first question. <laughs> yeah, the live listener, <laughs> the live listener, the chat's going. No, I literally forgot to turn that on and off. So this the the uh, the camera will like randomly just go black for a little bit and then it'll pop back on because I don't have it hooked up through the computer yet. But it was your test run. It's a test run. I feel privileged to be and welcome a part of the the test. Let's, I'm very three microphone test run. Yes, and the new studio. It, it looks great. Got the sweet uh, brick bricks here from uh, Rocket Masonry. Another customer helped me cut all this wood to make these these uh, walls on either side of us. And what are you going to do when you need to add a fourth microphone? <laughs> We're going to another. We're going to call you. Yeah. Do you get it? Do you just another two tiny, tiny couch? couch? Just we could. We can make it happen. I don't know. You might as well. All right. This has been a pop in a drum key pop in. Our first one. Let us know how you guys like it. Go down in the comments. Comment. Comment away. If you absolutely hated it, uh, we're just going to forward all the hate mail <laughs> yeah. uh, directly to Tyler because you like the other ones. And Sean and I were here for the other ones, so it must be his fault. No, but <laughs> the pop-in idea is, is great. We have this set up now um, so that if you're in the shop, if you want to talk industry, if you want to talk drums, let us know. Maybe we can uh, set the drum keys down for a minute and pop up here, pop up here, and make film a drum key pop-in episode. Thanks for having me, guys. Well yeah. done. Thanks awesome. for being here. Yeah. This was a lot of fun. Good night. (laughs) I don't know what to say.